0: I am on the, winning the winning side. side. Yes, I'm side. Hello,
1: friends, and welcome to the Winning Side podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for his people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of the Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett.
0: Thank you for joining us today. It's Friday. It's hard to believe. It's Friday, and it's also hard to believe it is March the fifth. Uh, time is flying by, and we've had a few beautiful days with some sunshine. A little chilly this morning. Uh, But honestly, I think we all know spring's coming and uh, warmer weather. And uh, I'm just thankful it's another day we get to serve the Lord and we get to be on the winning side and we get to have victory in Jesus. And I'm thankful for that. We're so glad that you're listening. Uh, Let us know you're listening. You can call us or text us at 252-308-4600 or if you're on facebook you can leave us a comment of course if you'll share like the video and that helps uh, for get the word out let people know about it and then also word of mouth let let somebody know about the radio station let somebody know about the uh, Facebook page, uh, WVFE. Let someone know about the podcast. You know, we're so glad that you're listening. Uh, also, uh, as a reminder, on weekdays, Monday through Friday, we're live on the radio at noon, and then also uh, replay every evening at 6 o'clock. And I hope that'll be a blessing to you. Happy birthday. Uh, let's see. excuse me, happy anniversary today to Tim and Joanne Babb. Hope you have a wonderful day. And then we've got two birthdays tomorrow, uh, Cadence Elliott and Somalia Smith tomorrow. Happy birthday. And then uh, anniversary tomorrow, Mike and Cindy Sewell. And I hope you have a wonderful day Uh, tomorrow. Of course, we're not on the radio on Saturdays live with the winning side. So we always try to cover those birthdays uh, on Friday. We'll cover Saturdays. And then on Monday, we cover Sundays. And so we don't want to leave anybody out. And we want you all to know we love you. We're thankful for you. And you are a blessing to us. Don't forget this Sunday, online Sunday school at 1015. If you're not coming back in for Sunday school classes yet, then you can watch it online. You can listen on the radio. Ten we're continuing our series on the Beatitudes. I'm looking forward to uh, the lesson on Sunday. And then we'll have our drive-in, 9 o'clock. Supposed to be a beautiful day, a lot of sunshine. And then Sunday school, ten fifteen, Morning service at 11 and the evening service at 6 o'clock. Uh, you won't want to miss, us. miss it for a great day in church. We get to go to church. What a privilege that is. I wanna talk to you about the book of Daniel today, and we finished up chapter three. Yesterday, and before we get into chapter four, I want to show you just some things about the book of Daniel that maybe you've not seen before, maybe you've not heard before, but just some things to kind of help remind us what is this book all about that we're studying the book of Daniel. Before we uh, get into the Bible study, I want you to hear this great song, I Love the Old Bible, and I hope you love the Bible, and I hope that we never take for granted the fact that we have the Word of God, all scripture is given by inspiration of god and it's profitable for doctrine for reproof for correction and for instruction in righteousness you'll enjoy this song at this time i love the old bible
1: what light is shining so brightly for me that gives me such courage the right way to be what hope for my trusting soul ever shall be god's wonderful The precious old Bible The light of my pathway to shine And it keeps me so happy Always so happy God's wonderful book divine What hope for the traveler Strength almost gone That makes him determined To keep trotting on what sweet consolation from heaven's bright throne god's wonderful book divine and i love the old bible the precious old bible the light of my pathway to shine and it keeps me so happy always so happy god's wonderful book divine heart can you trust as a light to the soul? When tempests would strand you on some dreadful shore, what compass will point you to heaven's bright home? God's wonderful book divine. In case you are wondering of what book I sing, it's the same one the old time revival to bring, it's the only one version authorized by the King, God's wonderful book divine. And I love the old Bible, the precious old Bible, the light of my pathway to shine, and it keeps me so happy, always so happy, God's wonderful book divine so happy, always so happy,
0: God's wonderful book, divine. Amen. Thank you for listening and thank you folks for singing that great song. I love the old Bible. And uh, you know, one of the dangers of being uh, in a part of a church and being so involved and Perhaps you could say the danger of being a pastor is that you can get used to the Bible uh, you hear it all the time, you read it, you you study for sermons, you study for Sunday school lessons, uh, maybe for you, you say, I hear it every day on the radio, and I hear it every service at church, and 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 I'm thankful for it. That's good. Just don't ever get to where the, the Bible is not precious to you. Don't get to where the Bible is just old hat, and it's just another book. It's a oh, it's a living book. It's quick, and it's powerful, and sharper than any two-edged sword, and I, uh, I love the Bible. Hope you always do, and hope we'll always keep the Bible Uh, as uh, the foundation. It's our anchor. It's everything we do. It's all about the Bible. And uh, while the song was playing, I was looking at some of the comments. And thanks to you folks who commented. Uh, Somebody commented in already listening on the radio. And we're so glad that you have tuned in today. Uh, Don't forget, we're so close now to our spring revival with Brother Mark Swanson, March 22nd, 23rd, 24th. And then we're so close to Easter Sunday. Hard to believe Uh, April the 4th be a great day and so hope you'll be in prayer for those events. I want to talk to you today about the book of Daniel uh, as a whole. Did you know that the book of Daniel has been attacked uh, probably more than any other book of the Bible? Now you say, well, who's doing that? Well, it's not me and hope it's not you, Uh, but it'd be the intellectual crowd It'd be the scholarly crowd. It'd be the the people who say, "Well, there's no way that uh, Jonah was swallowed by a whale." And and by the way, uh, God's word says that Jonah was swallowed by a whale. Jesus called him a whale, and then in Daniel it says a great excuse me uh, Jonah says a great fish uh, was prepared. Uh, But I believe that Jonah was swallowed by a whale. And if the Bible said that Jonah swallowed the whale, I'd believe that too. I just believe the Bible. Uh, I believe that the Bible is full of miracles and and things that only God could do. But people have attacked uh, the book of Daniel. Oh, Daniel wasn't really thrown into a lion's den. Oh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they weren't really thrown into a furnace. And oh, no, no, that's not possible. People have attacked the book of Daniel, and they have tried to discredit the book. And and why the book of Daniel? Well, some people try to discredit the whole Bible, but specifically the book of Daniel because it is such uh, an important and such a prophetic book. We'll get to, in the second half of Daniel, chapters 7 through 12, we'll see so much prophecy. One author said this, There is no other book of the Bible that has been so completely and accurately vindicated by history every prophecy has been fulfilled in every detail because of the accuracy of the book critics have claimed that the book is history not prophecy now that'll tell you something there there are some that say oh no Daniel yeah it's a great book but it's a history book it was written after the fact let me give you one example of how much prophecy in Daniel has already been fulfilled. One author uh, said this, John Walvert, who wrote a book on Daniel uh, called The Key to Prophetic Revelation. John Walvert said this, The first 35 verses of Daniel chapter 11 contain approximately 135 prophetic statements that have all been literally fulfilled in the order in which they were given. Did you catch that? in 35 verses, 135 prophecies, and they have all been fulfilled in the order in which they were given. That is a miracle. Only God could do that. But Daniel was written before the fact as prophecy and so much of it has already been fulfilled. Let me give you a few thoughts and we'll call this the authenticity of the book. And if you think we're here to question scripture or doubt scripture, you got another thought coming, but just stay with me. First of all, the Septuagint. The Septuagint is the Greek version of the Old Testament. It was translated before the Maccabean period, which was uh, during the, the end of Malachi, the first part of Matthew, that period. And that translation of the Greek uh, version of the Old Testament, that translation contains the book of Daniel, the Dead Sea Scrolls. You've heard about the Dead Sea Scrolls. They were discovered and they prove. Uh, the earlier authorship of Daniel as opposed to being written after the fact. Josephus. Josephus was an accepted uh, authority on Jewish history. Uh, Josephus did not write the Bible, but he wrote uh, many history books about the Jews. He spoke of the persecution under Antiochus Epiphanes, approximately 168 BC. And Josephus said, according to the prophecy of Daniel, which was given 408 years before. Even Jewish historians said, no, Daniel wrote about it 400 years before it ever happened. Alexander the Great, was prophesied by Daniel in Daniel chapter 8 when Alexander the Great came against Jerusalem in conquest in 332 BC. Uh, The high priest at the time showed Alexander the reference in the book of Daniel about himself, about Alexander the Great. They say that that was such an amazing thing to Alexander that because of that, he went on and spared the city because of the prophecy that was given about his life. Ezekiel. Ezekiel was well respected by the brothers uh, in captivity during this time, and although Daniel was in captivity, Ezekiel knew of Daniel's prominence, and Ezekiel wrote, wrote three times, Ezekiel 14, verse 14, verse 20, and Ezekiel 28, verse 3, he wrote about and referenced Daniel as a contemporary of his at that time. Uh, the book of Daniel. I'm thankful for the authenticity. I'm thankful that it's real. I'm thankful that it's the word of God. How about this person? You might recognize this name, Jesus. In Matthew 24, 15, Jesus spoke about Daniel and he referred to Daniel as the prophet. I think if Jesus uh, uh, put his stamp of approval, I think that'd be good enough for me. What about you? And Jesus uh, gave uh, authenticity to the ministry and the prophecy of Daniel. And then lastly, I'll say this about the authenticity of the book of Daniel. Uh, we're, we're studying it. We're reading it. How do we know it's true? The Bible itself. The Bible authentic- authenticates. I almost said that word. I put too many syllables in there. Authenticates itself. The Bible itself. 2 Timothy 3.16. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine. Aren't you thankful for the word of God? I'm thankful that we don't have to pick and choose. I'm thankful we don't have to say, well, this verse is true and we don't believe this one and this one's not exactly right. I'm glad that we have the inspired, the inerrant, the infallible word of God. And can I tell you, the critics will always be on the attack because the Bible uh, gives so much prophecy. It gives so much truth that they'll try to discredit it, but I'm glad in spite of all the critics, I'm glad that the Bible still stands, and I'm glad that the Word of God will be preserved from this generation and forever. I'm thankful for the Word of God. I hope you were encouraged today just to be able to uh, realize and be reminded of the fact that we have the Bible. We have the Word of God, and I'm so thankful for the truth of Scripture. God bless you today. I hope you live on the winning side, and let's live in the book, And let's let the book get inside of us. Let's let it control us. And let's let the Bible uh, determine how we live on the winning side. God bless you. Hope you have a great day. We'll see you back on Monday. On the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side.
1: Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Kobernak.